This is a podcast from the University of Manchester's Jodrell Bank Centre for Astrophysics. For more information, see jodcast.net. In the news this month, water on the moon and getting in touch with Voyager. Firstly, a new paper called Molecular Water Detected on the Sunlit Moon by Sophia has been published. As the name suggests, it claims the discovery of water on the sunlit part of the moon. We've already found water ice near the moon's poles and some water in the layer of gases surrounding the moon, but this is a paper that focuses on water in the sunlit parts of the moon. So, Sophia, the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy, it's a modified plane which is fitted with a reflecting telescope to study the infrared. Of course, a whole load of cameras and other bits on the back end of that. As it's in the stratosphere, this reduces the problem of the Earth's atmosphere, which is a big trouble if you're making infrared observations. It was observing one of the Moon's craters, called Clavius Crater, and looking for a particular signature which indicates water, a peak in emissions at a wavelength of around 6 micrometers. What the researchers did is made graphs of the emissions where they were looking and plotted emission against wavelength for a few micrometers around where that peak was expected, so around 6 micrometers. The authors compare the peaks found in the spectra to things they researched for various materials known to be water-bearing and finding reasonable agreement and pointing out that they know of no other material which is both reasonable to find on the moon and has this single spectral feature. The discovery is interesting in terms of problems of working out how come that water is there. In the NASA press release for the paper, lead author Casey Honorable is quoted. She says, Without a thick atmosphere, water on the sunlit lunar surface should be lost to space, yet somehow we're seeing it. Something is generating the water, and something must be trapping it there. That quote sums up the next problems to be solved. How come that water is there? But also interesting, the idea this water needs some way to build up on the moon to a level where we can make these detections. Hopefully the next few years will give us some better answers to those problems. Also in the news, getting back in touch with Voyager 2. A set of test commands were beamed to Voyager 2 at the end of October, and they appeared to come back as working with no known issues. You see, what happens is this. To communicate with a craft, NASA uses the Deep Space Station 43 radio antenna in Australia. However, in March, the telescope was stopped for repairs. The argument was made that the equipment is ageing, there's a possibility for unplanned outages of power, which is going to rise and rise and rise, and the equipment needs to be upgraded, made more reliable. Voyager could still submit data back to the Earth. There's other dishes there to receive that data. However, the craft had to be put into a state which was expected to keep it good till the next set of instructions were in, because this is the only antenna in the southern hemisphere which can send the instructions, and because of where Voyager is in the sky, it needs to be looked at from the southern hemisphere to do this. There wasn't an expectation that anything would go wrong, but the fact it worked is good news. As for what the upgrades were, these include installing a couple of new radio transmitters, including one to communicate with Voyager 2, but this is also there to set NASA up for its sort of next generation of missions as well. The other thing, of course, is this needs a whole load of upgrades to make those work, so there's been work done on the cooling equipment, work done on upgrading the electronics, work done on power supply for these transmitters, all that sort of stuff. But, as I say, we've got back in touch with Voyager now with a set of test commands, and things seem to be going well. 
One last short piece of news is to mention a happy birthday to the International Space Station. A sort of happy birthday. It celebrated 20 years of continuous human occupation on the 2nd of November this year. So congratulations, and on that happy note, back to the studio. <laughs>